Good morning and good afternoon Hello. to those podcasts is not for you listeners. This podcast is I know the name. It's this if those <laughs> that is weird. Let me try it again. Guys, we're doing this in the morning for the first time this ever. This is weird though. Here in my defense. Good morning and good afternoon to those this podcast is not for you listeners. That's weird. That's, yeah, that's it weird. sounds like you made it weird though. Those no, this those this podcast is not for you okay, listeners. Yeah. Hello. How are those this is doing today? <laughs> well, and good for me for two. <laughs> those thising pretty hard? Going to work? Uh, leaving work. Very cool. Going to lunch. for listening to this podcast. I will mention quickly, I've been wanting to do this for a sec. If you have a quick second, leave a review on uh, your favorite podcasting platform. If you can do that. Can you do that on Spotify? Definitely not, right? There's no way. I, I don't no know, idea. but do it on your least favorite too as well. That would actually be more helpful. So leave a review on your least favorite podcast platform. Yep. For our podcast, be honest. We're not asking for more five-star reviews. We have so many already. Do whatever you want. We You just, can leave a scathing review of the podcast uh, what'd you platform platform? Yes, it's nine a.m. So <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, that would be great. Tell a friend this week. That would be awesome. At some point in the past, very soon to that was close to today. We put out a bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, hang in there. We're gonna get there. The right? Quiet place part two review. If you haven't listened to that, you should check it out. I listened to it and I thought it was very good. I wasn't in it. Awesome. I've, that it you was, listened it to fun it. As, it was fun as He's a, it was fun as a listener. So upset, guys. That's the thing. Is like. I wasn't. Not, I consciously you know, made a choice to not go to the movie. So. Yeah, he's really angry. So everyone just—I was really pleasantly surprised to see that. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I get to listen without me in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, listen to him. He's so upset yeah. about I'm it. I'm furious. He's, he's flipping us off right now. Um, but yeah, we're, we might—that's might be a thing we start doing more regularly. Is just quick little bonus episodes to review hot movies, maybe albums. Really, TV the shows. only other one we did was Tenant. Yeah, but that was we pretty, waited a little bit though. Yeah, we wanted people to see it first. But yeah. anyway, so thank you, like I said, just as a quick intro blurb. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. If you want to tell a friend this week, that'd be great. Uh, we do still have stickers. If you just send us a DM real quick on Instagram, we send them out for free to listeners. So uh, hit us up on there. Today we're going to be talking about The Office season five. And let me get my outline back. In our ongoing series of episodes about The Office. The Office Season 5 premiered uh, September 25th, 2008. There are 28 total episodes, and we've got two double episodes in Season 5. Greg Daniels, this is interesting in terms of production and intro. Zero writing credits for the first time in the show's life. Mm, huh. Yeah. He hadn't stepped away as showrunner yet, right? He just he wasn't. had. So oh, yeah, this okay. was about the time he was starting Parks and Rec. Gotcha. So he was still directing episodes, but he doesn't have any writing credits. Um, Michael, if well, Wes, can you explain to? I thought that Mike Sure started running Parks and Rec. No, they both did. Okay, yeah, they, they both. Off uh, Mike Sure was the showrunner of Parks and Rec. <clears throat> okay, and Greg Daniels for a long time was the showrunner of um, The Office. Yeah. So did he go to Parks and Rec to get it off the ground? Yes. Okay. Uh, a showrunner is uh, essentially a head writer, okay. but it's more than that. Like they're the they're 
really the creative drive of the show. Everything's kind of going through them. Hmm. Um, they might not direct every episode. They always say like film is a director's medium. Television is a writer's medium. Hmm. They're all, almost always a writer. Um, they sometimes direct episodes. Interesting. But they're like, in control of the overarching story most of the time. Yeah, for the most part. So Greg Daniels, like he was the showrunner of The Office. Mike mm-hmm. Schur was the showrunner of Parks and Rec. Hmm. Um, I don't know if Mike Schur or Dan Gore is the showrunner of Brooklyn Nine Nine, but one of them is. Right. I'm pretty sure Mike Schur did The Good Place. Um, so the showrunner is usually the face of the creative direction of the show Mm. like damon lindelof and um i can't remember the other guy's name from lost alongside jj obviously he didn't run the show but he's yeah so yeah the showrunner is a very central figure and i i knew at some point greg had kind of stepped away and i believe paul lieberstein took over nice it's right on the thing isn't that crazy paul lieberstein took over showrunner yep who plays toby Toby. Which, is that why he's in less episodes, you think? Who, Toby? Yeah. Uh, it's possible. I, and now I, well, he does come back from Costa Rica in this season, I think, right? Yes, because end of yeah. season four is Goodbye Toby, yeah. right? Yeah. So, maybe he was out of the season at the beginning to kind of get a... Yeah, he comes back in episode nine. Yeah, so he yeah. could have been gone for at the beginning to kind of get a rhythm. Now mm-hmm. that he was showrunner, you know that's possible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Michael and Greg both left. Uh. Well, no, sorry, Michael left. Greg just took on a limited role and yeah. just directed and didn't write. Um. Paul Lieberstein took over showrunner, as Wes already said. Um. Was there no more Moes after that? I know he came back sometimes. Is like. I guess they're near the end, but like... I don't think there's any Moe's in this season. Mm, that makes sense. But I know he comes back eventually. But yeah. Like, you know, he's in the finale and... Right. Um, but he's not writing anymore either. Right. Michael Schur was a writer, yeah. too. The best part of Moe's is that Greg Daniels made him grow out that beard for real. Whoa. Really? Yeah. He's like... Um, cause I've been listening to the Office Ladies podcast, mm-hmm. and they're just going like through like backstory stuff. And they... he <laughs> Greg Daniels like impressed upon him that he wanted the beard to be real. Wow. <laughs> Even though it doesn't need to be at yeah. all. Did we talk about that story with John Krasinski and the wig? I don't think so. Mm-mm. I was reading that Greg Daniels was really against John Krasinski wearing the wig in season three because he had sha- he wanted to shave his head for leather heads, yeah. which is why Jim's hair looks weird in that season. At one point... John and the makeup person were really frustrated, or like the hair person, John was really frustrated. He really, he knew that the wig could work and people wouldn't notice. And in between filming, like they were in the midst of filming a scene, John had the wig on, left the set, drove to the office where the writing staff was, and the the hair person was like, I'm going to get fired because he's going to Greg Daniels and like, uh, so she followed got or he or she got there. John was in the middle of like trying to convince Greg. It's like, let me shave my head. Let me do the wig. No one's going to notice. And he, and Greg was like, 
no and everyone's gonna notice it's gonna be fine and he's like oh yeah and pulls the wig off showing that he had already done it and that convinced greg to let to obviously he didn't have a choice anymore right. but it convinced him that the wig was gonna be fine it was like wow huh. that's a bold move for a season three star of a show yeah to pull because he wasn't a household name yet. Right, right. So the hair lady did a really good job. Apparently. She got a raise even though instead. It, even though everybody noticed on the show that his hair was weird. That's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, that was a tangent. But yeah. I never thought it was a wig, though. I always thought it was yeah. just his hair That's that also he grew what out. Because, yeah. I mean, it changes again, yeah, too. Yeah, true. So. Multiple times. Huh. Interesting. A little tidbit Tid from Wes bits. Walker. Thank you. You're welcome. You keep it up, we're going to start our year own segment. <laughs> <laughs> This is Wes's window where we look into Wes's life. Sometimes we fall out. <laughs> uh, and also in season five, Steve Carell directed his first episode. It was Broke. Very good episode, which I always get confused with. Uh, money? Yes, with money. I think we've talked yep. about That's that exactly before. what I thought about whenever you said Broke. I was like, wait, that was yeah. in a different season. Yeah. That's the only episode of that series of episodes that I usually watch. I don't really like the Michael Scott Paper Company's storyline because I don't like Charles Minor. Um, That's interesting. You're not supposed yeah. to, though. I know. We'll but get this, into it. Yeah. He also doesn't like Ryan. So it's the like, scenes make me This guy doesn't like anybody. Mm. It's not so. true. Well, we'll see. We'll get there. The season five arc, uh, we've just got the bullet points. Michael and Holly's relationship. Jim and Pam's engagement. Andy Dwight Angela love triangle continues. Mm-hmm. Becomes an isosceles and then an equilateral and then eventually just a line. Yes. So we've got new additions to the office, as Wes, Wes kind of hinted at. Aaron, Kelly, a.k.a. I would also Aaron. say the another good plot point is the Michael Scott Paper Company three-episode. I mean, Michael literally leaves Dunder Mifflin. I think that's a pretty big yeah. Um, yeah. moment. I have no, yeah, I have no problem with the storyline itself. I like the storyline. Mm-hmm. It's just... Charles Minor makes me on the scene. Anytime Jim is on yeah, the, the bad side of somebody, but that's it what makes, makes me it feel good whenever they get him back. Right, which is why I like broke a guy because who that's ruined all of the men for you, Michael Scott. Who is it? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we got Charles Minor, Aaron Kelly, aka Aaron, uh, Ryan, and Toby are back. Those are another big uh, season five points. And yes, the Michael Scott Paper Company, Michael leaving. Dunder Mifflin. Mm-hmm. So those are the biggest ones I put down. Yeah. So, Wes, you said you didn't really enjoy those episodes specifically. You said you liked the you know, the story points, yeah. and that's cool. But when Michael leaves, you're not a big fan of Charles specifically. Yes. The Charles-Jim relationship makes me uncomfortable. It's awkward because it's all misunderstanding. Mm, that's and, true. And yeah. I... I uh, this is outside of the office. I hate in in movies and shows when what's happening hinges on a misunderstanding and people just not communicating with hmm. each other. Yeah, because I. Th- it does happen though in real life. It does, but the interesting thing is though. When it happens in real life, you don't know it's happening, and then when you're watching it, yeah. you do. And I so I think yeah. that's what's. I agree with you. It's always really interesting, especially in like, you know, romantic scenes or whatever in movies specifically yeah. is what I'm talking about. It's like if they would just tell each other. Yes. But it's like 
that happens to us and we don't know. Like, Do you want to just explain the misunderstanding that you're talking about? So it starts off right with with the first day Charles Minor is there, Jim is wearing a tux, right? Because I'm I'm blanking they're trying to Dwight debate. sent a memo to be more professional or something. Yeah. And so Charles starts that day with Jim wearing a tux and immediately thinks that this guy doesn't take things seriously at all. Mm. And I mean he's not wrong. And I know that you don't True. think it, I care about this job, but I do, and you don't. Or but something. yeah, that's the thing. At this point, Jim does care, and he is trying. He's just messing with Dwight. Um, yeah. And I think that's the thing is, if Jim would just like speak to like go hey, into I was doing a joke. On go this into guy. Charles' office, sit down, and be like, I was just messing with Dwight. He gets on my nerves, so I try and mess with him. Like I feel like. The realism of the show would would dictate like that would probably be what happened in real life, mm. as opposed to this weird multi week tension yeah. of Idris Elba thinks that Jim just like doesn't care. Yeah, when he's clearly trying, you know, I don't, I don't know. I to me it's very TV show writing because misunderstandings like that. I I feel like like you said or somebody said. Who said that? I think you said Hey, Chelsea, did you say that? <laughs> uh, I feel like if you, if in real life you, you don't know it's happening, something like that, you would you know it's happening. Yeah. Jim knows it's going on. Yeah. You would address it and figure it out, especially with your boss, you yeah. know, instead of just like sitting in it and dealing with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's really my only, like, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. And I wish it was a bit less, like... I don't know. I know Contrived. personally that Ryan Gleason sides with you. He doesn't like that story arc. So yeah, you guys are friends. You're I, back into friends. Oh, thanks Ryan. Yep. Love you, buddy. Um, I have, I have heard of other people also not liking that storyline mm. because, because Jim is on the downside of something and most people don't like that. Like, cause he's supposed to be like the every man. Yeah. And other episodes where Jim is like hated by everybody and like the ones where he tries to combine all the birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. I don't like that storyline because, I don't know, it's just uncomfortable because he's the one that is supposed to be in the middle, the normal guy, all the way through. And when he gets crapped on, it feels like we're getting crapped on a little bit because he's Mm. the way into the show for a lot of people, I think. He's the voice of reason. So, I don't know. Um, Jimmy and Pammer, both of those things, I think. You have a retort? No, I mean, I think that's totally valid. Uh, I, um, the more I've watched those episodes, the more I like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think upon first view, probably they're not as funny yeah. as they are the more you watch them. I think the, <clears throat> the more you, again, and, and it might be the more you get comfortable with that thing of right. Jim being on the outs with people, the more you watch it, the more you get into that, you get used to that feeling and then the jokes become funnier, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I would say... Uh, I don't know. I guess my, it's not really a retort, I guess, because we're not really arguing, but I would say he, I think he does try to do that. I think he goes in and he said, yeah, Dwight just kind of does this stuff sometimes. And, you know, I'm actually a really strong number two for the office. And then Charles is like number two. And then he tells him, he's like, yeah, I'm assistant to the regional manager. It kind of started as a joke. And, and then Charles is like, you like this made up title. It makes you feel good. Jim's like, uh, so I think he does try to do that. And obviously, 
obviously like a a very show writing way. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's what I would say is like I feel like from my perspective and not as a writer, right? So mm-hmm. I don't write stories. I don't write TV shows. So this is a different yeah. perspective. But um, I felt like he tried to do that. And Charles was like, I think Charles just doesn't like him. He, he doesn't like Michael and he doesn't like, you know, it's like he doesn't, he doesn't really like any of them. Yeah. So that's why I didn't feel like it was ever really a target. The only person he likes is Dwight, which is the that's first funny. time that's ever happened. Like it's, in yeah, the show, which really is funny too. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, and so maybe it's just, a, maybe for me, it's just an issue with the character of Charles minor. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. yeah. Idris Elba is really good in it. He's yeah. good in literally everything. Yeah. Um, if you've never, if you've never seen the wire, go watch the wire. You don't have to whisper about it. Go watch The Wire, everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's really good in it, but I think maybe the character is just written to be a jerk. Yeah, and not be receptive to any kind of reason. Yeah, yeah. which I think that's why they they framed him in four episodes. Yeah, they're like they can't he ride that for it. nine or ten because yeah. people will get mad about yeah. it. And the only time you see him again is at the end, co- company picnic. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is he ever mentioned again after that? I don't think so. I think hmm. it's nope. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting. They couldn't get it back. I'm glad we talked about the Charles Minor beat. Um, Aaron shows up. She's actually a important part of the show later. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. I always forget that her name is Kelly until we mm-hmm. watch it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's hilarious that her name is actually Kelly. Yeah. I I would contend. I know I'm being very critical of this episode, but she is the worst written character on the show, hmm. in my opinion. Even Nelly. You probably don't even know who Nelly is. I know who Nelly is. <laughs> I know who Nelly is. I know, but she's skinning my season one. She's more. Brain. She's more limited. She in like she's money? not in nearly as much as Kelly is Got or it, yeah. Aaron. Right. Yeah. I think she is the most TV character stupid, hmm. like unrealistically stupid. Yeah. And I don't think. I don't know the the other characters on the show that are like dumb, like Kevin. You know. He's simple, and it gets to points where it's absurd mm-hmm. a little bit, but he's believably kind of dumb. Yeah. You know? At least 95% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron is just, like, so dumb that it's kind of over the top. Yeah. And that's... I'm not a huge fan of that character in general. Yeah. She starts off fine, but as the show goes on, it just gets more and more absurdly hmm. dumb. Like, I think she gets funnier. I agree. I would she say the is opposite. really funny. I I think she's. A I don't know really what it actress, is about but... her. She just makes me laugh a lot. Yeah. Like, I think, um, I think you're right about the character. Probably. Yes. The character's not that great, but I think she's worth it in the show because her performance is really good. I I would agree with that. I think I I wish they had given her better writing. Yeah. You know, and a better more nuanced character that's not just like a light speed stupid. Mm. Um, yeah. But because she is really funny. Who did they, so did they just add her on or did someone leave the show? I can't remember. They added her on because... Because of... Because Pam became a salesperson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just mean for the show, why would they add another character? They needed a receptionist. That, that what it was? Yeah. Oh. I think. I think that's what it was. I mean, that's the only thing I can that's think of. That's what I always assumed. I didn't really look into it, but yeah. Because I always get curious about when shows add characters. 
And obviously when they remove characters, maybe they feel like they need to fill that gap. But no one really got removed. They just got shifted. Yeah. So it's interesting that they didn't like move Angela or Kevin or somebody to reception. It was during that time that Michael and Pam and Ryan weren't at the office. Right. So they had positions to fill. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So that, yeah, they actually hired her because their receptionist left, not because yeah. switched salesman. And then when she comes back, she's a salesperson. Yeah. Even though she doesn't want to be anymore. It's really funny. Yeah. Well, Ryan and Toby are also back, which, how do you feel about Ryan, Wes? Uh, we'll just hammer into the critical things. I mean, look, the problem I had with Ryan was the tra- transition between season three and four. Hmm. Um, and like I said on the season three episode, or I think of season two of this podcast, yes. right. uh, the expanded episodes make that transition feel way more natural mm. to me. So I have less of a problem with it now yeah. having seen those. So at this point in time, the guy has collapsed in on himself like a dying star. Yeah. He's a mess. Yeah. I think at this point it works. What's better than, or what's worse than one HR rep, two HR reps? You get, you get me. me. <laughs> it's so great. I never went to Thailand. <laughs> went to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> okay, You've so it's, it's more Thai. about... Um... And for me, it was more about that transition hmm. felt a little jarring. Than Ryan's like douchebaggy character. Right. Got ya. Okay. I feel like after he's been in New York... That stuff would stick around yeah. because he was, you know, CEO or whatever. The rat you know? race or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so he, at this point, him being a little bit off his rocker works for me. Yeah. I think the him being pathetic is so funny. Yeah. It's pretty great. So, l- later on episodes with like Woof and all of that stuff, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. But that was when the show's writing was a, was stretching more and more because they'd been on for yeah. seven seasons. Yeah. Um, but the character change, I I'm fine with. Yeah. There's just uh, season five. I don't, I maybe chalk it up as Paul Liberstein, but uh, I think a lot of the humor is subtle, and I love that. That's my favorite type of like. So like you know when Ryan comes back, I think it's weight loss. Part two, I mm-hmm. think. Um, he's got the mustache and the and, or the goatee, and he goes to he's talking to Kelly for the first time, and he's like, uh, he's like, "Do you want to have dinner?" Can uh, and he's like, "Pick me up around eight. Mm-hmm. Like just the fact that he doesn't even have a car, yeah. right? Like he's a, his mom is dropping him off at work. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they didn't have to say that, but it's he's just like, "You want to pick me up around eight? It's like that's hilarious to me. I don't and, need a judge to tell me. Yeah, to do community yeah. service. But he did. But right? he did. He right? did. So I, I really think uh, I, I enjoyed season five a lot through this watch through, um, just because I, I realized a lot of the humor is like subtle, and I really enjoy that. And obviously, would, not all of it, but I think it's the last great season of The Office. Hmm. Um, I think it, the last great season. Um, I think the subsequent seasons have good stuff in them, but. This is the last, like, really solid across-the-board yeah. season. Yeah. I think six has some weak spots in it, as does seven. But we'll get to those later. 
as we know, the show ends there for Wes. You <laughs> so, do have to watch them. Very excited for the for this podcast. I know. I'm, I stopped. It's like 90% of the reason we did this is to make you watch the I last I four seasons. I stopped at season six because I knew it was going to be a while before you we... be fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, all right. Cool. Sick. So now we can just go through the episodes? Yeah. Okay. The episode list. We'll just do the first half. Uh, the first 13 episodes because 14 and 15 are two-parter. Mm. Um, so we have weight loss. Weight loss part two. Yeah, baby. Business ethics. Baby shower. Crime aid. Employee transfer. Customer survey. Business trip. Frame Toby. The surplus. Moroccan Christmas. And the duel. And then a break. And then a break. We well, sh- technically, Moroccan Christmas. Oh, that's true. That was the Christmas break, yeah. yeah. So if we want to just do those first 11, sure. we can do. Immediately, the one that jumps out to me as favorite is uh, the surplus. I've always really liked the surplus. It's a, it's a, Let me take a look at the copy again. It's such an interesting dynamic of something they have to figure out that's completely not work-related. It's like... Do we want new chairs or new a new copier? And it has one of my favorite edits in all of the office. Whenever they decide on it and tell him, because he thinks they're not going to right, yeah. decide, and they leave, and he's just sitting there for a second. He goes, "Mother," and yeah. it just cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would your favorite episode? My favorite be? would be customer survey. Hmm. Yeah, I love that episode. Yeah, I would say that one or Frame Toby. I'll pick Frame Toby since you picked Customer Survey. Huh. What's so great about him? Customer Survey, I love Jim being on the on the Bluetooth in his ear. Mm. Oh, that's another plot you point. Great that's another Jim plot point that we didn't talk about is True. Pam being yeah. at art school yeah. for like the first half. She's in New York, yeah. Um, so they're long distance. Yeah. They also get engaged in the pilot. Yeah. Or not the pilot, the first episode. Um, but Jim has a Bluetooth headset in, and he's talking to Pam the whole day, and Dwight doesn't know what's yeah. going on. And the scene where they're in Dwight's car, the shoes so good. And, yeah. It starts off great with Jim standing outside and being startled by Dwight's car. <laughs> you don't around. know this about Wes. It's one of his favorite I things to ever witness in any show is someone being scared by something. Yeah. Someone just being like mildly startled yeah. makes Not me scared, laugh. Not scared, startled, yes. Yeah, Simon Pegg is one reason Simon Pegg makes me laugh so hard is he does it a lot in a lot of his movies and mm. shows. He's really funny at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that moment is really great. And then just the dialogue in the car is fantastic. Right. Um, how many shoes do you need? Two, maybe three. If one wears out. How many shoes do you need? I'm not talking not to you here, Jim. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean that that episode's amazing. And, obviously, and Dwight you and got vintage, Jim working together. Vintage Jim and Dwight stuff. Yeah, yeah. You knew it the whole time, buddy. Yeah. So yeah, that's wow. why I like it. Um, I think Frame Toby. I just love Michael and Toby's relationship and how insane it gets. By the end of it, iconic moment in that episode too of sure. the I think Michael o- No way over overplayed For and sure. over a gift, but um, it is it's great to see Michael's like psychotic break with seeing that Toby's back because mm-hmm. he, he learns that Toby's back in the same episode that he tries to get him out. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> uh, an emotional like 
he's freaking out to yeah. try and get Toby out I love again. That he doesn't know that yes. Toby's been back for like a week and what a half. What I'm wondering is yeah. how you go a whole week without knowing one of your employees. He's true. It's true, David. They say it's icky back they there. It's icky. Yeah. Uh, least favorites. Let's go least favorites. Uh, business trip. Really? Hmm. Don't care for it. Moroccan Christmas is included in the ones that we're choosing from. Yeah, yes. we're breaking after Moroccan Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, my my least favorite is easily business trip. That's so crazy. Concierge Marie. <clears throat> Why? You, um, you need to explain that. Uh, it's sad to me, and it's not necessarily it's not necessarily bad, but. Michael just having like a sad kind of pathetic rebound. Like I don't like seeing Michael mm. like that because at this point in the show, Michael is sympathetic, you know, mm-hmm. especially after what just happened. He, he met the woman, like the only woman on the planet that would be in love with Michael Scott. Yeah. And yeah, and, two episodes ago, she got transferred and David Wallace is kind of a jerk about it. He transfers her away. For no real reason. You don't really ever get a reason behind why he does that. Yeah. And it's a little bit out of character, I feel like, for David Wallace. Because I don't feel like... I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just kind of me reading too much into the character of David Wallace. He's not, like, super, super thoroughly, like, written out, you know? David Wallace is a nice and understanding guy. And people being in a relationship in an office is fine for everybody yeah you know um jan and michael were in a relationship for I, a long time i had always assumed he transferred him because that went so poorly he transferred her because it went so poorly because jan and michael yeah mm. so i mean maybe back to business trip um it's just like kind of a bummer of an episode for everybody yeah like yeah, for Oscar. Oscar and Andy getting drunk. I mean, Andy gets drunk and calls Angela. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of a downer of an episode. Um, it's not really uncomfortable or anything. I just don't find it to be that funny. It's just kind of like sad and pathetic. Mm. There's elements of it that are funny. I think them on the airplane is really funny. Did you, bri- did you bring n- a bag of baby poop too? <laughs> it's not a long flight, but Michael's geared up like it's going to yeah. be a 16 hour flight because yeah. he thinks, because he's going overseas or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's not my favorite. Hmm. Michael G. Scott rolling like a peon. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. All the plane stuff really yeah. is really good. I'd watch a full episode of Michael traveling yeah. to yeah. somewhere. Just the travel part. Gets hit by the cart with his. Sleeping mask on. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah. Anytime Steve Carell's in pain is like, that's when he's at his best. Yeah. Um, My least favorite would be baby shower. Hmm. I don't. I think Jan's character's not funny in this episode. Funny bad in this episode. I think she's just awful, crazy, and, and insane. Yeah. Um, she's crazy and insane in dinner party and it's funny, but in this it is sad yeah. again. Hmm. Um, and then everyone else is kind of just <laughs> around that main plot point. Yeah. The best line is, um, Kevin knows the sperm bank that yeah. she went to. Sure. The one by the IHOP. 
It's just kind of forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little forgettable. Especially, I mean, when you're talking about weight loss, weight loss, business ethics, a classic. Yeah. Baby shower, crime aid, a classic. Yeah. Employee transfer, important. You know, yeah. So it's kind of a down point. When you look at the run. Yeah. I was going to choose that one or Moroccan Christmas, so I'll just choose Moroccan Christmas. You guys don't like Moroccan Christmas? Yeah. Really? Interesting. Also forgettable to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's also sad. I like them all dealing with Meredith's alcoholism. Yeah. And trying to do the intervention. Yeah. And they don't want to do the intervention. I think it's fine. The... It's Best. a weaker Christmas episode for sure. Yeah, that might be why it's. Yeah, I mean between this and Benihana, it's hard to. Oh, not Benihana's com- A couple of my least favorite episodes. It's hard to mm-hmm. not compare it to other Christmas episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I think they obviously nailed the Christmas episode with the first, the first one. one. Yeah, um, you can't really get much better than that one. Yeah, but do you think that as a, as the only person out of all three of us that's worked in like production, do you think that that's something that studios prefer because you're taking a break holiday episodes yeah and you're taking a break in terms of like releasing episodes so i was always just wondered if they nailed it every show does it yeah um and i think i don't know if it's a studio thing i think it's more of like writers are like okay we need to do Mm. it's a it's an idea to do that you can go back to. Hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine has their Halloween... Is it Halloween heists? Yes. Um, I think it works on that show because they're ratcheting up a a similar premise every time. Yeah. And um, they're, they're feeding off of the previous season yes. and season before yeah, that. Yeah, the building. It's a continuing story. Um, but every show does... Every, like, sitcom, I would say, does ho- does holiday episodes. Yeah. And I think it's more because when you're writing, especially on a network show, you're writing a 23, 24-episode season. Yeah. you got to have ideas and... Hmm. Holidays are an idea to have. Yeah. I think the other thing is it's at its core, it's just an office building and, and people do celebrate. Yes. That's a big part of being in an office. Those are the things that you look forward to if you're in an office. When you're with a, a set of characters and you're chronologically with them for a year and it's a year in the show. And too. the episodes yeah. are coming out on at like the, the episode comes out during Christmas. Right. Yeah. The episode comes out during ha- Halloween. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think it's more of just a necessity of needing to come up with episode ideas more so than like a, more so than a studio mandate. Yeah, I was just curious because yeah, I mean, I I don't really ever. The first one's great, and then the other ones are kind of meh. So then I was like, well, yeah, why do they keep doing it? I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Yeah, and also with the office, like most office Christmas parties are probably going to be the same. It's probably going to be the first one again, again, again Mm. for in real life. Yeah. Right. So for a show, they're going to try and do something different. Different, Like what office around the same idea. Yeah. What office is going to do a Moroccan Christmas? Yeah. Like probably not. Yeah. Um, though Benihana, they were doing regular Christmas parties. Christmas is Christmas is Christmas. True. Uh, the second half is going to have more episodes, but here we go. The Duel, Prince Family Paper, Stress Relief Part 1, Stress Relief Part 2, Lecture Circuit Part 1, Lecture Circuit Part 2. They're just one episode. Let's be real. Blood Drive, Golden Ticket, New Boss. Wow, we. Two Weeks. We haven't said a bad one yet. Dream Team, 
Michael Scott Paper Company, heavy competition, broke, as we all know. Not to be confused Directed with by... Mike, Steve Carell. Michael Carell. <laughs> <laughs> Casual Friday, Cafe Disco, and Company Picnic is the finale of the season. Which, if you want to see one of my new articles of clothing on Instagram, we will be posting oh, this. Wow. I have a Company Picnic tank top. Where did you get that? Kohl's. Really? Yeah. Hold up. Paige, we're going to take... He's Just so you know, Paige's taking a picture right now that you will see later... On Inst- or is it a video? No, it's a picture. I oh, I was like, because that would have been bad if they I were got like, it. this is a video, and we heard you say picture. I got it. Hold pop. on, hold on. Now, in a future TBD, you will just be able to be directed to the video podcast, and we could just say, catch the, th- the tank top on Why the video podcast. Why isn't it podcast. making a sound? I tried to make it <laughs> make it the camera sound, but it didn't do anything. Okay, so bests and worst from that series. Favorite series. We'll start with... I mean, there's just so many good ones. I gotta go... It's hard, but I think my favorite is... what she said. Stress Relief. Like, it's such a good episode. It was the Super Bowl episode. Yeah. It was so funny, just start to finish. Every scene in that. Is that the one where you guys were over at my house and we watched the Super Bowl? Yes. Right? I remember watching that one. I watched that episode live with a group in high school. I was not here. I I I think I was here. So you were at my house? Yeah, we We watched watched it it in my parents' bedroom, which was super weird. Because our dads were still watching the the post-game stuff in the big living room. Is it when they had the fallout after that? It could be. It could be. We were mad about that, and then it just bubbled over. You know what, John? I'm done. Um, But yeah, mine is stress relief. The only aspect of that episode I don't like is them watching the movie with Andy. I agree. It. I never think that's funny. No. If the movie was Sad. felt like an actual movie, then I would be yeah. better with it. Yeah. The movie is not a real movie and doesn't feel like a real movie. Yeah. It feels like a joke yeah. movie. Um, and... Another reason that doesn't work is because Andy's supposed to believe that Jim and Pam are talking about it seriously, like it's a drama, and the movie's so absurd. Like, Jack Black's in love with Cloris Leachman, who's like 98 years old, yeah. and it's it just doesn't work yeah. for me. But that's if if that movie that they were watching was just straight, like a, like a just plain drama mm-hmm the bit would work so much better yeah. because Andy wouldn't understand like, are they talking about, I don't get it. Like, yeah. The, they're dueling bits. The yes. bit is the movie, but mm. then the bit is also Andy not getting it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good con- point. They're conflicting. Yeah. The hat on a yeah. hat. Is that the, the comedy phrase mm-hmm. when you just have too many jokes? Yeah. Huh. Um, so yeah, that's the only aspect of that episode that I, that brings it down at all. Yeah. But the rest uh, Stanley's heart attack is hilarious. The fire at the beginning's great. The CPR scene is amazing. Obviously. All the scenes with them in New York with David Wallace are really funny. Yeah. Because they have to do it twice. This city. city. <laughs> Staring at the window. Um, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite little moments is when they're all in the, in the conference room laying down on the floor and Michael's trying to make them all relax. And Stanley has his heart monitor on his finger, and he's they're figuring out that 
that Michael is causing Michael. it. Yeah. And he goes up to goes up to Stanley and goes, Hello and then it immediately starts bleep, beeping. Ugh, so funny. Was that like a video game or <laughs> it's a stress monitor? <laughs> Hello, beep 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 beep. Um, let That's me my see. Do you, if you have one, um, I think my favorite's the duel out of that section. It's. I mean, we could have stopped after the first one, as far as you're concerned. We've got the duel. All right, that's it for me. <laughs> the duel is so good. It's also his least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Uh, I mean, the whole second half. This whole season's good, but I would say. That one is, that one gives full payoff to all of the Andy and Dwight build up over the last two seasons before mm. that. Um, so I think, and it's just, I don't know, seeing them fight is really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a pathetic fight. Yeah. When's the last scene you? When's the last time you seen a bear in Scranton? Yeah, and then just the fact that Angela lets it happen is like into it yeah that's so crazy and you find out in i think blood drive that it's happened before (laughs) yeah yeah um man i don't know if i can pick one dwight are you okay yeah my legs kind of falling asleep golden ticket or prince paper oh or new boss like shark let me sharpen you there's so many good ones you named two of my least favorite. Really? I knew that you wouldn't like Prince Family Paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to just choose Golden Ticket just because there's so many good things about it. Just mm-hmm. like when Michael walks into the warehouse and he's like, you idiot. And Daryl's like, start over. <laughs> yeah. like, That's so great. Michael doesn't even know what a pallet is. Sure. He's like, they get 20 pallets a week. Daryl, I'm going to be completely <laughs> And then, What is a pallet? It's uh, so funny. And then you get the really great switch just in one scene of him trying to take credit for the idea and then getting rid of the credit and Mm -hmm. then trying to take it back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, that's so funny. And then when Jim is also trying to convince David Wallace that Dwight loves Willy Wonka, Mm -hmm. that's so funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, when Dwight's on the phone, he's like, all right, listen here, listen up. I love candy, all (laughs) kinds of candy, sugary, sweet. Like it's all that stuff's really good. So, and then I think that's the episode where they go through all their ideas, right? And he's like, I have ideas all the time and they're all like toilet related. Oh yeah. I think that's the same episode and it's just, I think so so funny. I'm really excited for all of these later seasons to have bonus. Yeah. Because at this point in the, especially, I mean. You know, we talked about it, season three, season four, season five. They really have hit their stride, mm-hmm. and they know who the characters are, and they know how to place them in beneficial situations, which is kind of why I wasn't super into season one, super fan. But yeah, like all of these, I think are just going to be amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it would be that. I let's just choose that one. Uh, although Cafe Disco has probably one of the most quoted moments. There's girls in there. Girls? What did I just say? Girls in where? In here. Yeah, is that is that my sandwich? It's like it's like so, girl girls. It's so great, but yeah. So right, least favorites. Least, Prince family paper. Least favorites. Go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, it's just. I. I it's it. So here's the thing. Here's in in its defense, and I know you haven't even talked about it yet. But in its defense, mm-hmm. you have to have episodes like these to credit Michael as manager. 
Yeah. So that's what's, I think that's what's great about moments like this. Yes. But that doesn't mean you have to enjoy watching it. Anytime, not anytime, but a lot of times when characters are pretending to be somebody they're not on the office and they're really bad at it. Mm. It's like in Mafia. I don't like that episode later because everyone's trying to play a character and they're bad at it. We have a tire iron in front of strangers to them. Yeah. You know, and the Prince family is so nice. And I know that's the point. And then you find out later that he put him out of business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it's, it's just kind of a, it's another one of those like downer things yeah. that, that Michael does. Um, after serving the greater Scranton area yeah. for 42 years, we are sad to announce that we're... It's a character-building moment for Michael, though. Yeah. I, it's not a bad episode. It's just not one I like to watch because it's uncomfortable in that yeah. way. This, the sign's not centered, so you know they're not taking on new clients. Yeah, there's clouds in the sky, so it's probably going to rain. Just, well, maybe if they Learn your clouds, strength. Michael. <laughs> uh I will say I don't think it would have been a good episode if Dwight weren't there, because mm-hmm. um, he brings all of the comedic stuff. Like, yeah, because Michael's conflicted the whole time. Yeah, he's bringing all of that. Him interviewing him, mm-hmm. it's just so good. I like how they shot it too. They shot it from outside the building, yeah, which is really cool. Obviously, the it's a spy cam shot, but they hadn't done that really. Mm-hmm. inside of a building before an entire sequence of yeah. scenes is shot from outside, which is pretty yeah. cool. Because previously when they go visit clients and stuff, the yeah, camera just crew go just with goes them. with them. Yeah. yeah, But they couldn't because yeah. they're it's, it's like uh, when they go to Nashua and you're just in the car with Jim and hearing what Dwight yeah. and yeah. Jim are doing. Yeah, Anytime they do something creative like that with the documentary crew, mm-hmm. it it always gives a fresh coat of paint on the show. Can they hear us? Not if we turn these dials all, all the way, the way down. down. Completely alone. My least favorite is Casual Friday. I think that's a fair choice. It, it, it's the same kind of reasons that you have for not liking episodes. It's a little, there's conflict in the office mm-hmm. and it's just like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not into, because that's the one where they're, they're all rejoining fighting. Michael yeah. Scott Paper Company is rejoining Dunder Mifflin, Dunder Mifflin. All the sales team is fighting. A lot of resentment. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't feel. Thought you were hurting corporate Michael, but it you were really coming after us. Like it makes sense that Ryan would be that way. It doesn't really make sense that Pam would also be that way. Yeah. And Michael, I don't think Michael would be yeah. that way either. So. Yeah, I will say I think this is the weakest season finale. Yeah, I mean, they built it around, obviously, one detail. Yeah. One big yeah. detail for the show. Um, I I think... I, I think it because... I like I the like, setting a lot. I the like, setting... I think the setting was good, but... I like they, the Michael Holly stuff. They... I, I don't know. I feel like it was just a big volleyball game the whole episode, mm. for the most part. You yeah. didn't really get, like, the picnic part of it. Yeah. It didn't feel like a real company picnic because they're just playing volleyball the whole time. That's one that I think will have, I would assume will have quite a bit of extra footage. I would, I would really like to see an expanded version of that. Yeah. But I guess I'll pick two weeks. It's one where Michael just doesn't care, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I got egg in my Crocs, which is totally funny, but it's just like, 
I have to pick one. I can't so. think of very much from that episode. That's I can. Because but it's my least favorite, so yeah. but it's anyway. Yeah. I think I'd have to if I'd have to yeah. pick one, I'd pick two weeks. But I that I think season five, like I said, I was at gonna the beginning, say we should really quickly rank it. Yeah, on upon rewatch, at least this time, I really, really enjoyed it. Um it'd probably be at least top four seasons for me. I think it I think it's probably yeah the fourth for me. I would say we should just rank it based on seasons we've watched so far, right? Mm, so the through yeah. the first five, I would yeah. say it's the it's the weakest probably. Hmm. I, but think I think it's, it's stronger than season one, but I guess yeah. That, that's my. There's you more, don't have to think that. Yeah. There's <laughs> more content in season five though, so I don't know. Yeah. I would say if I were to watch a. If I yeah, I guess if I had to pick a season to watch because there's more content, I'd pick five hmm. because I get to watch more. I just think the good episodes are better. Hmm. That's probably true. Yeah, I think it'd probably be my second out of all of them. I think hmm. I like four more still, but I think fit, season five would probably be my second favorite hmm. se- season out of all of them. But That's yeah. Fair. Anyway, that is The Office Season 5. If you are watching along with us, let us know what your favorite episode was. Let us know what your least favorite episode was. And that is... Keep looking on Peacock. They're going to upload more and more bonus episodes. Yes. Bonus footage episodes. I'm dying for Season 2. They're coming slowly, but they are coming still. I did not expect Season 1, by the way. I did not expect to have expanded of those. Seems super weird. Yeah. yeah. But to go with three and then back to one. Yeah. Like maybe they were just like, oh, people are like super into this. Hmm. Let's just do all of it. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they, season three would sell it to get yeah. people into Peacock probably. Yeah. Would be the only guess that I would have. Works for me. Business side. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, thanks for listening. Thank um, you. We appreciate your support. We are. Um, still got a lot of really fun episodes planned for Definitely. the rest of the season, so we're, we're excited just trying for that. to find ways to jam them in there. That's right. We keep yep. getting more and more ideas. So much content. Um, <laughs> just a quick side note, since it has been a couple weeks, if you haven't watched Bo Burnham's new special Inside, yeah, we're planning on doing a little bonus review of that. So, so maybe watch that. Yeah, just a heads up. That way, you'll have some time to watch it before we uh, do the bonus review. Anyway. This has been This Podcast Is Not For You. My name is Jake. I'm Wes. I'm Peyton. Nice. I stole it. He said confused. I'm Peyton.